Good morning and welcome to hour number three. It's 8.07 Time Check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. And here we go. It's Trash Talking Tuesday. Thanks to Florence Recycling. We've got plenty to talk about. But right now we've got a special guest joining us and State Representative Joe Harding. He's been on the show before. And uh, Congressman Joe Harding, how you doing, sir? Good morning, Bob. Don't give me that promotion. That's representative. State Representative Joe Hardy, <laughs> District 22. Hey, um, right. uh, let's let's get this out of the way. Um, constitutional carry. Um, some folks, Sabatini and others, were were trying to promote that. I think it's a good thing, a good idea. But uh, what the the president and others uh, in Tallahassee, I guess they're against it. Um, wh- where do you stand on this? And is there any hope for passage? Yeah, Bob, I'm I'm a big supporter of constitutional carry. I don't think you should have to get a permission slip from the government to exercise your constitutional rights. And uh, whether it whether it passes this session or or in the future, I'm will be advocating for that. And um, I, I'm hopeful. Um, you know, I think our governor has made some comments supportive of it as well. And you know, I'm hopeful, and and we'll continue to advocate for that. And that's something that. I've supported from the beginning our whole process. And I'll tell you, when you take, when government gets involved in something that they shouldn't, and when you look at the concealed carry process currently in Florida, we have a lot of constituents that will reach out to us about the delays they're experiencing. And that's what happens when government gets involved with something that they shouldn't, which is your fundamental constitutional right. And, you know, Nikki Freed has used this as a tool that the Department of Agriculture um is the one that processes your concealed carry permit. Mm-hmm. And she has used this as political fodder to, you know, to uh, limit conservatives. And cause she knows it's mostly conservatives that are, that are applying for concealed carry permits. Um, so we need to get, we need to get government out of the way. And if you can, here's to me, the best way to sum it up is if you can legally buy a firearm, you should be able to legally carry it. That's your constitutional right. There you so, go. I'm a supporter, and, and I believe we will get there, whether it's this year or in the future, but we've got it. It's going to be a fight, continued fight, um, until we get it. So you mentioned Governor DeSantis uh, earlier on, and, and uh, you know, he's uh, got some success stories to tell. Uh, I imagine uh, you're on board with, uh, with most of what the governor is uh, promoting? Absolutely. I'm all in. You know, his, his whole uh, last, last week he had the joint address, um, to Florida. And, and if there was one theme throughout it, it was that, you know, we're right and they were wrong. And you could say that up and down the list. Obviously, COVID and the response to COVID and these ridiculous mandates we're seeing in other states, um, you don't have to look very far to see that Florida's done this right and been, been way ahead. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm all in. In fact, the a reporter asked a colleague of mine if the, if the Republican majority was just going to rubber stamp the governor's priorities. And I guess my question back to that is, is that wrong? Because right. our governor's been right. I trust him, and um, I, I'm all in. Yeah, your job's not necessarily to resist. You can question, but if, it's, if, if you're all for it, then, yeah, why, yeah, why wouldn't you uh, promote it and, right. and push it? And his track record speaks for itself. So far, so good. Abortion legislation, uh, what's going on there when it comes to the pro-life stuff? Yeah, and I think, um, Bob, I'm, I'm glad to talk about this. I, I think that, you know, as conservatives and, and the Republican caucus and as a Republican, and we have a majority in the legislature and we've had a majority for 25 years, um, you know, we're the, we're the pro-life caucus. And, and, you know, we have chipped away and done things in the legislature over the years that, that have led. 
but I believe it's time for Florida to really take that next step and and do what states like Mississippi have done uh, with uh, you know banning abortions after after a certain age. And so uh, Florida and the legislature, we filed um, some legislation that is, I, I believe, that will move, and we're proud to be a co-sponsor on that legislation. And essentially what it does is ban abortions in Florida after 15 weeks. We know that there's pain, that, that a baby can feel pain at that point. We know it's a viable human at that point. Um, you know, you know. so it is, I believe, the absolute uh, right way to do this. There's been uh, our speaker and our Senate president have both spoken in support of it. So I feel like you know we've got as good a chance as ever um, to pass it. This is the year to do it. And frankly, you know, again, it's time for the Republican caucus that is the pro-life caucus to show that show that we are. Um, it's election time. And I would tell folks that if you have a Republican legislator that, that isn't in support, I think it's, it's time to start having a conversation because they don't belong in, in our in our party if, if they're not. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm excited because I believe this is the year we'll get it through in Florida. Uh, it's going to be a fight. Um, I can tell you that the protesters will be in full force. And I'll tell you, you know, a lot of these protesters are paid by these woke groups to be up here. Sure, there's some probably doing it on their own time, but a lot of them are, are up here because it's their job to be up here. And that's okay. That's good for them, but we need to hold our line and uh, and, and make the right votes. And actually, it'll be in committee. It's first committee stop this week. And uh, I would, I would, have, I would you know, just ask our listeners to stay tuned to that. And we're going to need pro-life the folks that support pro-life legislation to be speaking up and combating uh, what the left is going to be throwing at us. And so. you you mentioned the word woke, so we have this woke public school agenda in in some uh, districts, and and that's a problem. And just as kind of a side note, did you find it interesting, like I did, that some of the same people claim to promote Martin Luther King Day, but not promote his agenda because if they did it would be a 180-degree turn from CRT. Absolutely, Bob. I heard you make that comment this morning. I thought it was one of the best arguments I've heard. I, I 100% agree. You know, his whole message was built on faith and on love. He had an approach that, that would – I just can't imagine um, him not being just appalled by the way that the woke media has has tried to take his name and turn it into – you see what's going on, you know, trying to use his name on, on some of these, this federal overreach of voting laws. It's, it's really just appalling. But on the, uh, on the discussion, you know, on these woke school districts, I will tell you, it's not just in, in blue Florida. It's not just in blue America. We're seeing issues come up um, that really strike at the heart of parental rights and the right of parents that they have. Um, happening in red in red Florida. It's not just a, a liberal area. You know, you'll see it. And it's really, it's a fundamental problem where you have school districts trying to be the parent. And that is absolutely not what we stand for in Florida. I'm, I'm running a, a bill this year on basically, it's an extension of our parental rights bill that we passed uh, last year in Florida. And what it does is it allows parents to legally go after school districts that withhold information um, on their parent, on their children. So whether their child is being, and this has happened, Bob, where you've got children, you know, young eight to 12 year old children being um, seeing counselors and their school on gender transitions and not being, and the parents not being told that this is going on. Wow. I mean, it's, it is 
appalling. And so uh, if you're a parent and that's happening to your child, you find out about it, you ought to be able to throw the book at these, at these, at these school districts. It's the only way we're going to stop it. Um, so we'll be running that this year. It's going to be a, it's going to be a fun one because the, the teacher unions and the school and the school board unions, they'll be in, in against it because they believe that they're more qualified to raise your children than you are. That's well, the, the fundamental issue. State Representative Joe Harding, we uh, appreciate your time. We wish we had more time. Next time we have you on, um, we can go into the what deep fakes, what that is, the technology and all that, because I think that's important as well. But unfortunately, we can't squeeze that in today. But keep fighting good fight, my friend. Uh, appreciate hearing from you. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate you. We'll talk soon. All right. Stay safe. It is 816 on the Bob Rose Show. Uh, Joe Biden on gun control. We have that. And we have an NBA owner speaking out saying, uh, who really cares about the Uyghurs population in China? Hmm. That's kind of unwoke, isn't it? 816 News Talk 97.3 The Sky.